Welcome to the FBC Athens podcast, open to explore devotions. Today is Monday, Thursday of Holy Week. The name Monday is from the Latin word for commandment and references the new commandment Jesus gives his disciples. Love one another as I have loved you. The devotion is given today by Howard Germany. The scripture, Matthew 21, 1-17, is read from the New Revised Standard Version, Updated Edition. Listen to the hymn, Beneath the Cross of Jesus, played by Addison Acock, and remember the last supper Jesus shared with the disciples. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. Then Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who were selling and buying in the temple And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. He said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. The blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he cured them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the amazing things that he did and heard, and heard the children crying out in the temple and saying, Hosanna to the son of David. They became angry and said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read out of the mouths of infants and nursing babes? You have prepared praise for yourself. He left them, went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. As you listened to the text that was read, you heard two stories. The first is the planning, preparation for, and Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. The second centers on Jesus cleansing the temple. Both of these stories are important. 
Each year we focus on the entry into Jerusalem as we begin Holy Week. We sing of palm branches, and usually the children of the church wave palm branches. This serves as a reminder of the crowds praising Jesus and welcoming him into the city. Most of us recognize that crowds can be fickle. One minute they're praising an individual or a group of people. The next they're being critical of them or even booing them or throwing things at them. This should serve as a reminder to us when we're in a crowd to be careful how we react. Just because the group is acting in a certain way doesn't mean we should follow their actions. Can you think of a time when you got caught up in the moment and later regretted being a part of that particular crowd? I expect we've all been there. You might say, if I'd been on my own, I would have never done that or said that. But when I was in that larger group, I allowed them to influence my words and my actions. In this passage, we see the crowd being positive. They're proclaiming Jesus as the Messiah, the promised Savior who they had been looking for. By Friday, some who were in that Palm Sunday crowd found themselves in a different place. They found themselves in a crowd that had turned negative, a crowd that was now calling out, Crucify him! Crucify him! How did that happen? I suspect that some of them were caught up in the moment. They were just mouthing the words of the leaders of the crowd. This calls us to remember that we are responsible for our actions. We must not simply follow the crowd. We must think of ourselves and understand that our actions have consequences. The second story tells of Jesus' actions as he later enters Jerusalem. Quite often, we don't focus on this story on Palm Sunday. I expect it's because we just don't have time to celebrate the entrance into Jerusalem and focus on the story of the temple as well. But this is a significant story especially as it fits into the events of Holy Week. For it is one of the turning points that forces some of the crowd to change their mind about Jesus and to call for his crucifixion. Jesus goes to the temple and there sees something taking place that he's seen before, but this time he decides to take some action. He sees the place that is called a house of prayer being turned into a shopping mall. The temple is a place where people could come and talk to God. But as he entered the temple, he saw individuals exchanging money and selling and buying animals for sacrifice. Now, for those who were traveling great distances to come to the temple for Passover, it was a matter of convenience that they could buy their animals to sacrifice there at the temple. The problem was that they had set up the shopping mall in the court of the Gentiles, the most outer court where the people who were not Jews could come and pray. Jesus overturned their tables and chased them out of the temple so that those who wanted to pray would have a place to do so. Look at the people who Jesus gave room to pray. The people Matthew listed are the blind, the lame, and the children. None of these people were important to the ones exchanging money and selling animals. They were important to Jesus. He says these are the people who have been shut out of the kingdom because of what is taking place in the temple. It is interesting that on the cornerstone of our sanctuary at First Baptist, you'll find the words, house of prayer. We must be certain that our church is always a house of prayer that is open to all who would come and pray and worship. It is also important that each of us makes those who find their way into our church facility feel welcome and respected. 
I attended First Baptist as a college student, and now I've come back to Athens and to First Baptist as a retired minister. The people of First Baptist in the mid and late 1970s welcomed me and loved me. They allowed me to serve, and they nurtured my call to ministry. A few of those folk are still at First Baptist today, and they are still welcoming, loving, and affirming. There are also many new faces as well, and those individuals are also welcoming, loving, and affirming. They are seeking to make this a place where you can meet God and hear his voice. The names and faces may change, but First Baptist continues to be open to be a house of prayer where you can find God. Let us pray. Lord, we are grateful for these stories of Holy Week. We are challenged to think about the crowds that we choose. Help us to guard against simply being a part of the crowd and to make Jesus our focus. Help us always to guard against consumerism and popular Christianity and follow the Jesus who sought to make the temple a house of prayer. Thank you for those who encourage our faith and our action. Thank you for those who love us and affirm your work in our lives. Help us to be loving and encouraging people to those who cross our path, both inside and outside of the church. Amen.